Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in the house. This is God's word for today. We're reading from 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears. And they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. For I am now ready to be offered, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the, <clears throat> which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to me only, but unto all them also that love is appearing. Do thy diligence to come shortly unto me. For demons hath forsaken me, having loved this present world, and is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus unto Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. Take Mark and bring him with thee, for he's profitable to me for the ministry. And Tychicus have I sent to Ephesus. The cloak that I left at Troas with Carpus, when thou comest, bring with thee, and the books, but especially the parchments. Alexander the coppersmith did me much evil. The Lord reward him according to his works. Of whom be thou aware also, for he hath greatly withstood our words. At my first answer, no man stood with me, but all men forsook me. That by me the preaching forsook me, I pray God that it may not be laid to their charge. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, that by me the preaching might be fully known, that all the Gentiles might hear, and I was delivered out of the mouth of a lion. And the Lord shall deliver me from every evil work and preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. We thank God again this morning for his word and this word today, as the Apostle Paul is writing to Timothy, as I call him his successor in ministry, he was warning him about um, some of those that had stood very strongly against the work that they were doing or endeavoring to do. But he didn't try to fight with the people. He said that the Lord would reward him according to his doings and his work. And we thank God this morning for this word because we're going to hold fast to what is written. We're not going to allow ourselves to be overcome and deceived by those that are preaching some new doctrine or some new philosophy or anything that when we look at it, all we see is that it promotes more liberty in the flesh. But the Lord let us know through his word that we are to enter in at the straight gate. We want to do what God wants us to do when God wants us to do it, that we can be the light of the knowledge of the gospel in the presence in, of those that don't know, and they really don't know that they don't know. So we, we thank God this morning for his word.
It is necessary to help others, not only in our prayers, but in our daily lives. If we find we cannot help others, the least we can do is to desist from harming them. Dalai Lama. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, our risen Lord, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. We thank you, Holy Father, for the opportunity to experience the dawn of this new day with the saints of our mind and activity of our limbs. And we're asking you, God, if you'd be so kind to continue to move by your spirit in our lives, leading us and guiding us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and with healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtaking us as we go. And as we prepare to embark upon this day, God, to go and perform the tasks you set before us, we ask you to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we've failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. God, that as we move forward, God, you will have no problem in demonstrating your presence with us because we are trusting you by your word when you said that you'd never leave us nor forsake us. You left it in your word for us, God, as I say every day, and I'll continue to say every day because I'm grateful to you, and I believe that every hearer and reader of the gospel, God, believe it likewise, God, that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you're for us, then who can be against us? And we also know, Lord God, with a new load of benefits for today, that whatever we are to be confronted with today, we already have with us what it will take to get through that process. And the Lord God, you're going to be right there with us to, to demonstrate your presence, to help the doubter, the mocker, the scoffer, and the naysayer to understand that, that you are God and you're, you're real. And as we help try to help them to understand that you're everywhere all the time, knowing everything, and even before they can think or thought, you already know what it is. God, and you are holding every one of us accountable to our thoughts and our feelings and the things that we do and say and even think. So we ask you, God, again today to look on every pastor everywhere. God, whatever the size of their congregations, God, if they're two people, God, it's, it's you there. They're your people. And we're asking you, God, to speak through each pastor everywhere. God, hallelujah, that it's their responsibility. It is our responsibility to preach and to teach the gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to teach it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. And when we preach it, God, we are to be demonstrators of the gospel that we preach, God, as the Lord Jesus did. He did it, God. He did it, and then he taught it, and he helped the apostles to understand why he did it first. Then he taught them that they were more ready, able, and ready to receive what he was saying, and they did so according to Scripture that before they gave up preaching and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, they gave up their lives, hallelujah, because they believed what Jesus taught them. And I pray today, I want to have that conviction within me and deep down inside of me in my heart. God, I want that same conviction. And I pray that every pastor everywhere will have that same conviction, God, that we're not going to, to back up, God, from preaching the gospel when we have opportunity God, so we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you for it, Lord God, and especially, God, for pastors and preachers here in the United States. 
we, hallelujah, we have a greater privilege and a greater freedom to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that are lost and people in other countries around the world where they are encompassed with other religions, God, and the other religions are trying to suppress them, but they still stand up for it. So help us, God, to know, hallelujah, that since you have blessed us so that we don't struggle with that, God, but it's our responsibility to stand up for the gospel, to preach the gospel, to teach the gospel, to do the gospel, God, hallelujah, knowing that there are those that still don't know, and they don't know that they don't know because they're so engulfed in what they do know, they won't take the time to learn what they need to know, that the gospel has been given us, God, to know what you have charged us to do in order for us to be saved and to, and to please you, God, hallelujah, that when the Lord Jesus come to get the righteous, we'll be able to be caught up to meet him in the air. And, the, and so help us, God, to preach and to teach and to demonstrate this gospel. And again, I say, God, without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to do it with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence, Lord. God, so that people's faith will be increased. Our faith will be increased. Our faith will be refreshed. Other people's faith, God, will be refreshed, will be increased. God, to stand, hallelujah, knowing that you're everywhere all the time. Hallelujah. And if we don't let our faith fail us, Lord God, and you're going to demonstrate your presence. God, even in the sick room, in the sick bed, God, where you find faith in you, God, where people are crying out to you in Jesus' name, because the Lord Jesus let us know whatsoever we shall ask the Father in his name that the Father would grant it unto us. And so when we pray, and when we seek you in sincerity and in truth, God, hallelujah, when our faith has risen to that point that we just believe you can do it, hallelujah, however hopeless it might look, God, hallelujah, because you're the God of all flesh and nothing is too hard for you. But if we, God, will turn to you with our whole heart and as they're crying out, Lord, please forgive me anywhere and everywhere I've failed you in word and deed or in thought, God, there'll be many that you're going to get them out of those sick beds and back on their feet. God, and we want to help us all to understand that there are some that, that you won't get out of the sick bed, but you, because they have the baptism of your spirit, they have the indwelling of the Christ of God, you might just let some just go to sleep. God, hallelujah. But those that you have a greater purpose for, you're going to get them back on their feet and they're going to confound medical professionals because of the demonstration of your presence, your power, your authority, your divinity, God. Hallelujah. That even those that have lost their way by allowing their feelings and emotions to control their decision making and they've made decisions that have them in a dark place today, they realize that they're in darkness because God, many of them are people that if they haven't even been received the Holy Ghost yet, some of them have been around the church long enough. Some of them have been around people that go to church and attend church long enough that they know what's wrong. They see that even by the law of the land, some things are just wrong. God, hallelujah. And when they see, thank you, God, for those that have slipped back in the darkness, that you brought them out of darkness. When they begin to cry out, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, Lord, please forgive me. I knew better. I know better. Please forgive me. I've sinned against you and against my own self, Lord, but help me. 
Hallelujah. And when you hear that sincere, dedicated, committed cry, you're going to move by your spirit and you're going to refresh them and get them back on the right path and the right road in life to help others that are on the cross at a crossroads of indecision about what to do and whether to not do it because so many God people are, are preaching and teaching things out of their flesh. They're not preaching and teaching the gospel. God, hallelujah, because the gospel is the truth. Hallelujah. And the truth exposes the lie. Hallelujah. And when people try to continue to walk God after the flesh, they can't please you because your word teaches us. Hallelujah. God, that the, those that are regenerated, those of us that you thought enough of us to put your spirit in, you trusted us. God, we walk after the spirit because you are spirit and we can't please you walking in the flesh and doing the things of the flesh. This is why the enemy is on the prowl. Help everybody. Help us all to understand. Help the believer to help the non-believer. God, to understand, hallelujah. Why is it that they have so much confusion in their lives? Why is there so much trouble and chaos in their lives? Why do they think that things just mess up and they have to steal and they lie? They rob you, God, hallelujah, to maintain those things. God, and help us to help them to know that your long-suffering is with them, that you're doing that to them. You're allowing it to happen to them, to get their attention, that they'll turn from that darkness and turn to the light, God, and begin to walk in the instruction of the gospel that you'll save all of that for them and you'll save their souls and they won't have to lose their homes and they won't have to lose some of the things that you've allowed them to have. God, hallelujah, if they turn and come to you, but there be many, God, hallelujah, that we know today, just as Paul said to Timothy about the silversmith in the scriptures today, hallelujah, that you're going to reward him according to his doings. And so it is with others today, God, because people have lost their, their uh, financial independence, they've lost their self-sufficiency. Many are struggling, God, they're on the very verge, on the verge of making decisions to do something that's ethically wrong, to do some things that's morally wrong, to try to maintain God, hallelujah. Some of them trying to maintain the roof over their head. Some are trying to keep the cars from being taken and their other modes of transportation, God, hallelujah. And some of it's because the people that they work for, are they ignore you, they disrespect you, and they disrespect you in the sense of they can pay, God, the the workers, the honest workers, God, they can pay them a greater wage and still be prosperous. They can help them with benefits and they can still be prosperous. But they're so greedy, God, after money. The love of money is destroying them and they don't know it. But God, but we know that you're right on top of it. God, hallelujah, with your wrath, your fear, and your indignation. But when those, God, hallelujah, that know you've been the parting of their sin, for those of you in particular of the household of faith, when you hear their cry, Lord, please help me. Please don't let me lose my home, Lord. Please don't let me lose my transportation, Lord. That's the only way I can can get to out to try to find another job or to do create my own job. God, when you hear their cry and they're crying out to you, Lord, move by your spirit. God, because nothing is too hard for you. You can create things. You can... God help them. You can turn the hearts of the employer and make the employer realize, hallelujah, that God, because somebody spoke to them, you will speak through somebody to them and make them realize, 
then if you start treating your employees better, God will let you let things for you get better. God, and we thank you and we praise you for it, God, so we know that you have the ability to restore self-sufficiency and financial independence, and we trust that you're going to do it. In spite of knowing, God, that in these last days, the great falling away is taking place, God, and many are being deceived, God, and you are allowing things to happen, God, to, to cause people to turn to you. We know, God, in the midst of all of this, Lord, hallelujah, God, that the church will survive until the day that the Lord Jesus comes to get it. So we thank you and we praise you, God, and just let these preachers preach the truth that people's faith will stay fresh and increased every day by their doings, God. And when these people begin to pray and turn to you, God, you'll turn them into entrepreneurs and God, they'll be able to help other people and pay them appropriately according to the cost of living, God, like other employers refuse to do. God, but we know that you're right on it. We're asking you also, Lord God, to look into every home and turn every home into a God presence home with praying and, and reading your word together as a family unit. Help them, God, to find a time of the day that everyone that's in that family can together read the word together. Hallelujah. Even if they have to wake some, somebody have to wake somebody up for 15, 20, 30 minutes to pray, God, and when they begin to realize that their sincerity is causing things to get better in the home, there's a greater spiritual atmosphere in the home that's driving out all the negativity that's in that home. They're, they're feeling more peace in the home. God, then they're going to get out and get to that church house. God, and I pray that the church house that they go to is a church, God, where people are preaching the truth. God, and they're standing up for the gospel's sake. Hallelujah, that people will be receiving the Holy Ghost, God, as you granted unto them because of their repentance, because of their desire to know you in the parting of their sin. We thank you and we praise you again this morning, God, for your glory, for your goodness, for your love, your mercy. Thank you for your compassion, Lord. God, hallelujah, even for those that have lost loved ones, we pray, God, that you will strengthen their hearts in the name of Jesus the Christ, that your glory be demonstrated with them. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. God, and we know that you're going to visit those hospital rooms. God, hallelujah, even for, for those that we know, God, ourselves and everywhere that people hear my voice, they know somebody that might be in a sick bed. But God, we're praying and we're sending your word right now, God. Hallelujah, we're sending your word, God, by faith in Jesus' name to drive cancer out of people's bodies, Lord. God, hallelujah, wherever it is, God, hallelujah, whatever the name of the cancer is, whatever it is, wherever it is in the body, God, we speak, hallelujah, we speak against that cancer and we command that cancer and that spirit to loose that individual, God, and they be free from it, that you get them back on their feet, that they'll run for you, God, the rest of their life, till God gave me a miracle. Hallelujah, because the doctors were, didn't know what to do and about to give up. But the Lord, I kept praying and people prayed for me and God delivered me. Let it be their testimony, God, to impact others, that others will turn away from darkness as light of the knowledge of the gospel. God, hallelujah, as preachers preach, God with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence to help people to be able to turn away from that darkness, God, into this light of the knowledge of the gospel. Hallelujah. 
because they're going to preach it without fear, favoritism, or compromise. And when people, God, hallelujah, amen, and they're slipping away from the truth. They're allowing God, the flesh, to hear the things that the flesh enjoys. God, and many people are falling away from the truth because Satan is manipulating the weak minds of people that won't receive God, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they turning away from the truth. And people that are in this Adamic nature that we're in are holding on. They'd rather do in the flesh, God, hallelujah, than to, as Moses said on one occasion, I'd rather suffer with the people of God than to endure the pleasures of sin for a season. God, so we know that that principle is still true and it's good, hallelujah. If we just hold on and write it out, you're going to bring us out, God. And we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you in the holy name of Jesus the Christ. And we believe that you're going to do everything that we ask today because we do ask it in Jesus' name, and that is your, per your instruction in Jesus' name. And we know, Lord, hallelujah, God, that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. You're going to keep us and watch over us and keep us safe. God, whatever happens, we know that you're going to be there. And so we're not going to lose our faith. We're not going to waver. We're not going, you're going to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. So we're not going to allow God, some smooth speaking, somebody that has a new philosophy, have some new doctrine to come and, and cause us to walk away from the truth. But we're going to hold fast to what's written because what's written, because you said, God, that you're the Lord God and you change not what you said to one. You said to all and your word is forever settled. So we're going to hold on to what's written and we know that you're going to bring clarity to it by the indwelling of your spirit. God, we're preaching that you baptized with your spirit, God. Hallelujah. God, not just a degree was conferred upon them, but they were baptized with the Holy Ghost. God, that brings full and spiritual in interpretation, God, and clarity and understanding of your word. So we thank you and we praise you, God. And until that day, Lord God, that the Lord Jesus is standing in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, God, we're going to persevere. We're going to endure being talked about. We're going to endure being rejected. We're going to endure with people walking away because they can't believe and they don't want to give up the, 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 the lust of the flesh. We're going to endure. We're going to hold on. We're going to ride it out. Hallelujah. Because we know that the scripture teaches us that when the Lord shall descend in the clouds of power and great glory, the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, the dead in Christ shall rise first. God, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because this right here is telling us like so many people and preachers too are telling people that people are already gone to heaven. God, hallelujah. But it's that soul God is going to be caught up and get with those that are alive and remain, and then they're going to be caught up and go to glory with the Lord Jesus Christ and shall forever be with the Lord. So again today, this is my hope and my prayer, and I know that people that trust you, they trust the gospel. God, hallelujah. They in, they trust what's written. They trust God in the understanding and the clarity of your word uh, granted by your spirit. God, that they're going to meet the Lord in there. In the name of Jesus the Christ, and I do believe it so. Amen, and thank you, God. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. 
You keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be saved. Hallelujah. Don't let people with this, these fancy philosophies and these new philosophies and doctrines turn you away from the truth. The word of God is forever settled. It's just that in many cases, people don't have the indwelling of his spirit to get the correct interpretation. And so people preach what the fathers have taught and they didn't know. But because the Lord allow us to know by the indwelling of his spirit, don't let the devil turn you around. Endure the hardness, endure the affliction, whatever it is, God is right there with you. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember that as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.